Hello, and welcome to Unfiltered. So, today is February 1st, first day of Black History Month. Um, I can do a whole podcast on my feelings of Black History Month because for me, if you want to talk Black history, it should be talked about more than 28 days. Um, it should be something that we should constantly be talking about 365 days out of the motherfucking year. Um, but you know what? You know, have at it. Have at it. Y'all want just a month to 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 tell people to go and support black owned businesses. Um, you know, you're going to start talking curriculum. Um, you're going to be talking about all kind of stuff. I think other than the stuff that we need to be talking about, which is social injustices and police brutality, um, that is, uh, back on an uptick. So let me get back into, um, I'm not going to talk about Tyree Nichols. Uh, I think I've, uh, it's not that I'm not going to stop. I will. But as I stated in a previous episode, I'm going to dial back to Keenan Anderson because initially I did speak on the both of them, Tyree and Keenan. Um, but everybody is you know, if you go all over social media and basically if you go through news feeds, you will not see a mention of Keenan Anderson and Keenan Anderson lost his life before Tyree Nichols. I'm not negating the fact of what happened to Tyree Nichols because we all know that that was horrific. Um, but we also need to shed light on the young man prior to him who also lost his life at the hands of cops. Now, Keenan Anderson lost his life on January 3rd. We were only three days into the new year. Uh, and this was due to a traffic incident. He did have, um, there was an accident that he was involved in. And uh, I'm gathering... From all accounts, um, he was kind of sort of out of sorts. Now, I don't know what was going on, if this was due to the accident, if he had a mental breakdown or what, you know, what have you. Um, but when the police happened upon the scene, because I'm pretty sure, I think Keenan may have called them. Um, they were trying to calm him down. He was erratic. I don't know the circumstance of what kind of accident this was. Um, but he was, he was, I, I, I can't explain it. And I, I don't want to go out here and put any falsehoods out there because you know how you people like to, to run with shit and, and just keep it going. And you're not going to attach my name to that. Um, but in any case, there was a point to where they wanted him to sit still. And again, he had a traffic accident. Again, he was out of sorts. So he couldn't necessarily stay still. He felt that now this was during the day. So he felt that he needed to be out in the open and that people can see him because it started sounding like in parts of this that he was kind of paranoid. And he was just like, nope, I can't sit here. I need to be out in the light. 
um, meaning he was sitting in the shade. He wanted to bring himself out into the sunlight where people can see him. Um, and now I did read where somebody did tell him that he was okay, um, that everything was going to be okay. But I think everything after that totally went left. Um, the police ended up pinning him down on the ground and, uh, he wouldn't stay still. He was shouting that they're going to George Floyd me. Um, and, um, in all of this, one cop decided to tase him. Not once, not twice, but six times. He was tased six times um, and he died from that. Um, now, what the police in L.A. ended up also doing is releasing. I'm going to say their version of an autopsy report. It wasn't really an autopsy. It didn't come from the medical examiner's office or anything like that. Um, they did their own testing. So, so with Keenan, they decided to throw out there that he had X, Y, and Z in his blood, in his blood system. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, that there was drug, there were traces of drugs in his blood. Now, this was the report coming from the police and we know how they do black people. It's like, well, we should know that from George Floyd. Remember, they were they said he died from fentanyl. Um, and then the medical examiner was like, mm, yeah, not so much. Um, so for Keenan, they started this whole narrative of this dude was high. He had, like I said, um, traces of drugs in his blood system. And they ruled that that caused his death. Here we go again with the police starting their own narrative. But also, how does the police come out with their own report that they're just going to put out there to the public ahead of um, the medical examiner doing their job and releasing an official report? This young man did not need to die. And he was also the cousin of the founder of Black Lives Matter. If you didn't know that. Um, if you need to know more about this case, I'm going to attach this one article to this episode. But as I always say, get your Google on. There's, I'm pretty sure there are thousands, thousands of, of, of situations, incidents that, gun, that go unheard of that we don't even know about. Um, some of them come to light, others don't. But those that do come to light, we need to highlight them all. We can't, we can't continue to talk about one and put another on the back burner or bury that one. Like Keenan Anderson also deserves for everybody to be outraged. He should not have died. He should not have been tased six times in less than a minute. If he was screaming for help, if he was having, say, some sort of mental episode or breakdown because of said accident, then he needs to be helped. He does not need to be manhandled. He does not need to be thrown to the ground. 
because I think I also heard that one officer put a knee either to his neck or his back. Y'all still doing that. Thought you wasn't going to do that after George Floyd. But guess what? They are still doing that. And then you proceed to tase him six times. Look, I'm going to keep bringing these these stories out to you as I see them, because when I scroll through the news feeds, I'm looking for not for the stuff that's like at the top, not the top stories. I'm looking for everything below that. I'm scrolling through looking at the stuff that the rest of you are not looking for. And say this did hit the top. And I think it did only because he was the cousin of the person that started the Black Lives Matter. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. It's not going to leave my mind. I'm going to always think about it. And that's just like, I am also going to dive back into Shanquilla Robinson. Did did everybody forget about her? She still doesn't have justice. I know we all heard that um, they had, uh, what? Uh, there's there's, There's an arrest warrant. There's an arrest warrant out for some said person. They never mentioned said person's name out of that group of supposed friends that we all know are, were not friends. Um, well, guess what? That hasn't been executed. Uh, nobody from the U S has transported anybody back over to Mexico. Um, but we haven't heard any, we haven't heard a peep since that initial incident, since that horrific video hit the airwaves and everybody was out here looking at it and sharing it and and this, that, and the other. She still needs justice. Those six friends, no, they weren't friends. Those six animals also need to be held accountable. But guess what? They're walking free somewhere. They're somewhere out here all willy-nilly living their life. So yes, I will dive back into Shanquilla Robinson also at some point. What? I got 28 days. This is Black History Month. So I think it is fair that I should share these stories. These stories that you're not going to be talking about. Y'all going to be getting y'all, you know, you're eating on at the restaurants. Uh, y'all going to be buying clothing clothing at Black-owned businesses. Um, y'all going to be sharing all of that kind of information. Nope. I'm going to be sharing the stuff that you need to be talking about every motherfucking day until justice is served. So on that note, y'all know what to do. I will catch you when I catch you. Okay, bye.